When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 1-800-BETS-OFF. Iowa State men's basketball team back in action tonight, hosting North Dakota, looking to bounce back from their first loss of the season against UConn. Also tonight, Drake will try to improve to 7-0. They visit Indiana State. Northern Iowa in action on the road against Bradley. The penultimate college football playoff rankings released last night. Georgia remains number one, followed by Michigan, TCU, and USC. Ohio State 5, Alabama 6. I'm Doug Thompson. For the win from the Jethro's Barbecue Studios, where you can ask for the famous sound off sandwich. This is Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. For 75 years, NCMIC has been doing the right thing for its customers, employees, and the community. Now, here's Miller and Condon. Station 106.3 KXNO. We take you until 1 o'clock. Murph and Andy follow us in the drive with Heather and Sean from 3 until 6. Let's head to Chicago. David Kaplan joins the program. We'll do Bears. I want to start with the winter meetings that are finally going to take place again in Major League Baseball. Cappy, how are you, first of all? I uh, trust you had a good time in Florida and you're back in the Windy City and ready to go. How are you, Cap? I am great. How are you guys? Yes, Florida was awesome. It was 84, 85 every day, so it was nice. I was running in warm weather. It was a lot of fun. So, Cap, um, help us out there, because you were on the side that was affected by the hurricane. Uh, were you not? Right. Yeah, so um, yeah, was, you were your Fort Myers, I drove, right? I was. I was in Bonita Springs, so I drove right down to Fort Myers Beach with my father-in-law to uh, look at the damage, and it's heartbreaking it really is it's heartbreaking what about people that that uh, you know spend uh, snowbirds a couple of months a year there can they handle that cap in that area like the sanibel it's a beautiful area in florida can they handle that or that are they months years away from being anywhere close to back to normal i guess what i was told when i was down there they are going to put trailers up for the like spring breakers and for the holiday season, they're trying to get that going now. But when you drive from Fort My- or from Bonita over to Fort Myers Beach, you get to an area right where the beach is, and from 7 p.m. to 7 a.m., it says curfew, you're not allowed in, and they wow. gate it off. We got there at like 9 in the morning, and so we were able to drive through. But you're looking at you know, $10 million homes that are being mm. destroyed knocked down and then literally i'm not kidding you like 70 80 90 100 foot boats that have landed on top of one another oh my gosh unbelievable wow. yeah uh, yeah, it's it's so, so sad. Cap, let's get to the uh, the winter meetings. They, they start uh, on on Sunday in San Diego. A lot of people that follow the sport thinks that there's going to be a lot of uh, um, 
a lot of movement. Uh, we'll see if there is, do you anticipate, and if there is a team in Chicago that's going to be heard from, I anticipate it would be the Cubs, right? What are you hearing, Cubs, when it, uh, Cap, when it comes to Cubs and the White Sox, what may or may not happen uh, in San Diego at the winter meeting starting Sunday? I think they're both going to be reasonably active. The Cubs more so in free agency. I don't think the Sox are looking to spend you know, one of those big contracts. It's just not how they do business. And they've got a lot of their key guys already locked up. But I think letting Abreu go. The thing that I didn't understand is Rick Hahn said yesterday, yeah, we made a good offer to Jose. And Jose said, yeah, they made me a good offer, but I'm not going to go any farther. I'm going to Houston. That makes no sense to me. Why would you sign Jose Abreu if Rick's in his next breath saying, yeah, we're moving uh, Andrew Vaughn to first base because that's his natural position. Then unless you're trading Aloy Jimenez and making Jose Abreu your 98% DH, I don't understand if it's spin. It, none of that made sense to me. I do think you could see them make a, a reasonably good trade. They need to get a second baseman. They need to get a right fielder. Absolutely. And I don't think they're going to play in the Brandon Nemo deep end of the pool. For the Cubs, I do think there's a very strong chance they're going to get one of those four shortstops. Now, Jed has told people that he does not have an appetite for an eight-year, nine-year, ten-year deal. That may be true, but you're not getting Correa or Turner or Bogarts. Maybe Bogarts take five or six, but you're not getting – they want Turner or Correa. You're not getting one of those guys for – you know, a three-year deal with an option. It's just not going to happen. You ready for the Mike Clevenger era with the yeah, White Sox? right. Yeah. Now, I have no issues with that signing. I actually like it. Mm-hmm. Because if you go back and look at his numbers prior to going to San Diego and blowing it out, his uh, ulnar collateral ligament, meaning Tommy John, he was really, really good. ERA in the twos, ERA's 302, 308, 312. And then he got hurt. Well, he's now two years out of Tommy John surgery. Last year was his first year back. Two years out of surgery, I would think there's a chance he becomes a pretty good pitcher, and I've never believed that there's a bad one-year deal. He took one year, 12 million. If it doesn't work, you move on. But if it works, now you lock him up. Are the White Sox moving on from Liam Hendricks? Uh, no, I'd be shocked by that. Why would they do that? If they're trying to win, are we in it to win it? And they feel like their window's open. Why would you move on from him? I just saw his name attached. There was a trade proposal. I don't remember who it was, but it surprised me that Liam Hendricks' name was on the other side of you know a rumored trade. That's why I brought it up because you know exactly why would you get rid of him? And I don't remember for the life of me who it was, Cap. But uh, uh, we we shall see. So let's let's go to the Cubs shortstop. What else, Cap? What else would? Um, they need start. They need another starter. Are they willing to go there? They need pitching, and they want the kid from Japan. Japan, Kode, yeah. Kode Senga. Yeah. Now, can they get him? There's a lot of teams after right. him. A lot of teams. So, are they going to get Kode Senga away from Texas and the Yankees and the Padres? Again, that's going to be costly. Uh, but I think that's the guy they want if they can get him. If they can't get him, I'll be shocked if they're in the Carlos Rodon sweepstakes. I think he's going to the Rangers. He just built a house in Dallas. But I know the Yankees met with him the other day. A lot of these guys are doing their meetings over Zoom now. I think he's Zoomed mm-hmm. with the Yankees. 
So the Cubs are not going to be in. I'll be shocked. If we're on here talking that they got either Verlander or DeGrom, I'll be stunned. They're not at that point. They're not I one know. arm away from trying to win a World Series. If, if they were, if this was the 2016 Cubs and went, we need one more arm, well, then you push all your chips in and you go get that guy. Right. That's not where they're at. So I think you'll see diff- – if they don't get Kode Senga, you'll see different Taiwan Walker, guys like that that they'll take a shot at. But they're, they're in to get a big bat. They have to. Well, I mean, I kind of hope on one hand that they give Wisniewski a shot because I liked him when he came over in the trade and Steele was good and Keegan Thompson showed some life. But my question, the last one on baseball before we get to the Bears, and I know Wilson Contreras is not going to be a Cub. What, what are you hearing as far as his next team, Cap? Houston, Cardinals, what are you hearing, if anything? The people that I know who broadcast with the Cardinals are telling me that the Cardinals people are telling them they're not interested in Wilson Contreras. Now, is that them putting up a smoke screen? I don't know. Maybe. I, I don't. It just doesn't sound like that's where he's going. I do hear the Astros uh, was one team, and I, I'm trying to think who I heard this morning. Jim Bowden had something on mm. Wilson Contreras this morning. You'll have to look that up. But he's not coming back to the Cubs. There is less than zero chance he's going to be a Cubs. Simple enough. David Kaplan joining us, ESPN 1000 in Chicago. Let's jump to the Bears. And before we get into the team, what about the social media team? Putting out a tweet that angered a lot of betters. I know these are two worlds that certainly marry together here. Fill us in what details, if anything, you were able to uncover with the will he, won't he, who's (laughs) going to be the starter. And a lot of people firing bets in that Jets-Bears game on Sunday. Yeah, I was coming in to do the pregame with Coach Wanstead, mm-hmm. and then we do the post with Coach and Alex Brown and Lance Briggs. And I'm in my car, but my phone is set up on my little holder, and it flashes up because I have notifications on the Bears tweet. Nathan Peterman will start. I'm like, oh, my God, please tell me I have money in my points bet account because there is – Zero chance because the last time he started was against the Bears when he was with Buffalo and they lost 41-9. to There's just no way. That was not going to work. And so I get to work and we start laughing about it. And then Josh Rock, our insider, calls and says, hey, they're telling me Trevor took a shot and there's a chance that he's going to start. And then he came out and started. So... The Bears people are very legitimate, good guys, and they were just reporting what they were told, that Nathan Peterman at that point was indeed going to be the starter. Well, and all the gamblers that jumped on it, too, they still cashed because the Jets won and won convincingly. But, man, it's like Woj in that, uh, that draft year. Remember the draft he was put? You got a wrong team. I don't remember who the player was that was going somewhere, and everybody responded, and the markets went crazy, and then it ended up being bad information. Anyways, you got to be very, very careful. So, Cap, it looks as though the Bears are trending to a top three. I know that they've got their quarterback. I think most, even Bears fans, are reluctantly – I get it that they're jaded when it comes to the quarterback position in Chicago, and they got to see a lot before they buy in. But if, if a guy like Will Anderson is there from uh, outside rusher from Alabama, and he's associated with them and some mocks, including Dane Brugler's first at the Athletic, don't you think that the Bears are going to answer the phone? Aren't they going to try and shop that pick before they make that pick? I would think so. Now, again, Will Anderson, there's some people that 
you know, we'd like to get a wide receiver at that spot if there's somebody that's worthy of that level of a pick. Me, I want Jalen Carter, the kid, the, the run stuffer mm, yep, from Georgia. Yep. But do you take a guy who's a three technique at the number two pick? Do you trade with Detroit and let them get their quarterback and you get a bunch of picks and then they have, I think, number four? You would get the fourth pick and you could take Jalen Carter there. Will Anderson might not still be on the board. Like, there's a number of ways you can go. Me personally, I got to get more draft capital. They have one first-round pick of their own on the roster. One. That's Justin Fields. They have Alex Leatherwood. He was a washout in Vegas. And they have uh, Nikhil Harry, a washout with the Patriots. Patriots. That's that's it. So you have got to, got to, got to get multiple number one picks and start adding talent. No Darnell Mooney for the rest of the season. He hits the... Injured list as he will be out for the year. Got Jackson out with a foot injury, just on and on and on. Cappy, you said this was the one game you hope they win the rest of the way and lose the rest of them. They got any chance on Sunday? Rodgers didn't practice today. No, but he's playing. Is he's he? already okay. said that. Yep, and LaFleur, just while I'm talking, you flashed up on my phone uh, that he will practice today, but he will practice this week, and he's playing. He's starting at quarterback. Well, so you win this one and then lose out the Eagles. You probably lose Bills. Well, they'll be overwhelming favorite at the Lions probably and then the lost. Vikings. Yeah. There's a good chance this is a top three pick cap, and then it gets really yeah. interesting. Really interesting. Who, who told you over the summer? I said five and twelve at best. Wouldn't be shocked if it was four and thirteen, and it may even come in lower than four and thirteen. There were so many people. People that I respect their football knowledge, Justin Yurkovich, who played a long time in the league, said, oh, they're going to win nine games. And I'm looking at him going, have you lost your mind? (laughs) Nine games? What are you looking at? There were people calling in on our show, arguing with me. (laughs) Hey, Cap, you're so wrong. We got a top five defense and a top five special team. Mm. No, we actually don't. Yeah, and, and you, you clearly don't. Cap, I know that Chicago is uh, uh, kind of a melting pot uh, of, as far as population-wise. I'm assuming soccer is very popular there. How's the World Cup? I mean, are you taking fielding any phone calls regarding the the United States team and, and, and this World Cup? No, we have not had one. Yeah. Not one call. But I, I've watched. I watched a lot last week, almost every game. And I watched the U.S. game yesterday. I was going nuts. I was locked in. So, yeah, I thought it was awesome. But in terms of driving content on sports radio, yeah. it's about as exciting as Northwestern football. Yeah. <laughs> what a season. Eh? They, they win their first game over in Dublin, and it's uh, an over after that. Did, was Fitz forced to make all those changes? Um, I would think that it was probably collaborative. Yeah. I mean, he's a. He's had a lot of success there. He's a really good coach. It just—it's a tough world now, man. With NIL and all of that, they're in a tough spot. Very tough. So the Blackhawks stink. They've lost seven in a row. The Bulls are certainly uneven, and they got to get healthy to have any chance. If—if if the winner goes very poorly, the Bears will still be exciting because of all the money that they have to spend. But what else? You know, does it take Illinois being like top five good? To even dent anything for you guys, or even with that, is it even difficult to get college sports there into the into the lexicon as you talk on a daily basis? Even when Illinois was, you know, going into the Michigan game thinking they were alive, <laughs> yeah. or the Purdue game, no, 
We, yeah. I don't think we've taken one phone call in college football other than maybe we're talking about is Georgia the best program in the country now? I mean, and that was, you know, at five minutes before we were going to break. I mean, no, we just don't. College sports does not move the needle. Uh, have you announced your, your, your next move uh, professionally yet, Cap? I'm going in. I just got off the elliptical to do your show. Yeah. And then I'm going to go take a shower and go eat lunch. That's it. <laughs> okay. Well, good stuff. So I'm off next week, um, and maybe you keep it for a couple of weeks. I'm going to Tucson, then on to Las Vegas. Uh, it's been a couple right. of nights at Circus. So Trent will talk with you next week. Uh, I'll speak with you in a couple of weeks. But thanks, as always, Cap, uh, for doing this. You okay? got it. Yep. I appreciate you. Have a great trip. And if anything breaks, I'll call you. Good stuff. Thanks, Cap. Take care. Yep. Uh, David Kaplan uh, from Chicago joins us each and every Wednesday at 12.05. Centurion Stone of Iowa makes it possible. If you need manufactured natural stone, whether they're going to update or accent, whether it's inside, whether it's outside, Centurion Stone has so many different styles, patterns, and colors to suit your every need. In fact, they've got over 200 color and pattern combinations. Go online, first of all, or you Go to the showroom, first of all, if you'd like. The showroom is located at Northeast 22nd Street, 5525 Northeast 22nd Street. Essentially, it's right across the street from the Animal Rescue League or online, centurionstoneofiowa.com. All right, so your needle, personally, with the fact that they're not going to win very many more games, that they are going to have two, three, four overall pick, Mm -hmm. um, what's your excitement level? For the draft? Yeah, I mean, is it too early? Did you knowing yeah. that you're about to get a whole lot better? I I got too much other stuff going do on. Do you? Yeah, I love the draft. I know I'm you not, do. Just, we're, we're we're definitely yeah. built much differently when it comes to that. I just I'll get there when I get there. Mm-hmm. Same thing. NBA, NHL. You know, you kind of you have your own calendar. Your calendar. You got hockey that starts in October. It yep. Starts for me in April. Right. NFL draft. Our, our, our calendars are similar when it comes to the NBA. Right. The NBA, yes, yeah, same thing. We'll get in into the playoffs. it later in the season. My college basketball, I'm a lot deeper earlier mm-hmm. than you are. Mm-hmm. And that's the same thing for the NFL draft. It just, you'll be doing mock drafts. You also like like bold projections in yeah. September. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe not September. Yeah, you like them in September. <laughs> ah, they got Iowa State going to Houston. What? <laughs> that's dumb. <laughs> I've heard that one a time or two. Yeah, for me, the NFL draft is something. Now, because the Bears are going to have a pick, and I'm hopeful, maybe a front office that mm-hmm. you know, doesn't have their head in the sand, mm-hmm. that I can be a little bit more excited about that. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what it'll be like. But Van Ness, 17 to the Chargers saw in that Bluegler's at, draft. Yeah, saw Dean Bluegler. Is he gone? He didn't. Reading between the lines, it certainly seemed like. He's not, doesn't, his right. mind's not made up. Right. That's what I took. I don't even know. I think if it is made up, it's made up that he's coming back. Yeah. I mean, that's more than I read it. But when I you see that was, 17, uh, that's a lot of that money. changes things. Trent, I, I, my impression when, um, and I don't know the kid, and I don't know what's going through his head, I think he was kind of surprised that he's kind of mm-hmm. mentioned in that conversation. I think so, too. That's how I took it. Right. Think, really? They got me here? Mm-hmm. Um, first rounder type? Well, we'll see. Anyways, we'll take our time out. Uh, speaking of Iowa, well, basketball, not football. Wade Looking Bill is joining us for the first of his weekly appearances. Uh, maybe more so during conference play. Might give him a week or two off during the, during the holiday break. But we're grateful for Wade Looking Bill. He's going to be back with us when we come back on Des Moines Sports Station 106.3 Dental.net. Get in on the action with the world's largest sports book. 
right at your fingertips. Circa Sports Iowa is where the pros play. Enjoy the highest limits, lowest takeouts, and competitive betting menus. Download, fund, and bet from anywhere in Iowa. Circa Sports Iowa. Sports betting the way it should be. Download your new bookie today. Visit CircaSports.com. Must be over 21 and present in Iowa to bet. Have a gambling problem? Call KXNO. If you own a house, you've got a huge asset. And everyone's looking at it. With Wall Street investors buying up homes in Des Moines and renting them out like never before, you have to wonder, what do they see in your big asset that you don't? The truth is... If you sell your home instead of running it, you can kiss your asset goodbye. Especially with today's higher interest rates, the best way to save your asset is to rent it out instead. Does renting make your asset look big? Yes, it does. Especially when you hire the professional landlords at Renter's Warehouse. DIYing your property management is a total pain in your asset. But with Renter's Warehouse, you never have to find tenants, collect rent, or handle pesky maintenance calls again. Don't lose your asset. And stop busting your asset trying to manage it yourself. Go to renterswarehouse.com to book your free home rental price analysis today. Or call 515-528-4429. Renters Warehouse. You can't buy happiness. Find privacy protection. Miller and Condon, welcome back to Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Trent's plays of the day. I know the bumper says play today. We need you. When was the last time you had one bet? Mr. Monday Night's about the only time when he stops by. But outside of that, I got 11. You got 11 today. Already on the sheet. We better get right to Wade Looking Bill then. <laughs> We're going to have a lot of ground to cover. Hello, Wade Looking Bill. Long time. Uh, it's good to have you back uh, as part of our radio program. We're certainly grateful for that. How are you? I'm really good. Thank you guys for having me back on. And uh, it definitely feels like basketball weather outside. Man, does it ever. Does it ever. So let's uh, let's talk about this team. What, six games or seven games into it? Uh, now a couple, yeah, six, yeah. Uh, coming off a win last night over, uh, over uh, Georgia Tech. Granted, a team that was, you know, they're not as good as Iowa. Uh, but, that's um, an ACC team. That's crazy. That's they, true, yeah, doesn't that, it? It wow. is. Uh, Chris yeah, Murray, yeah. one of those box scores for the ages, right? Uh, you know, I've seen guys get 30, but to have 20 rebounds uh, to go along with that, that's special. It is really unique. You know, I was I was at the Omaha game in, in person. And granted, it's it's Omaha, but they still give scholarships, and they got some players in that area. He had, he had 25 and a half, and it's the same thing last night. You think he's got eight, or, right. or maybe 12, yeah. you know, and, and it's just something where last night he had 30 and 20. I mean, that's like it's Bill Russell type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Or, I mean, it's just, it is really unbelievable, and boy, do they need it, because what if last night he only only gets 20 and 10, or, or 18 and 11, they're in trouble. So I think they're going to have to, you know, really ride him a lot this year, even more than they did Keegan last year. Mm. You uh, see last night a change in the starting lineup. Sanford goes to the bench, and it is Euless going in. Also, Tony Perkins goes from point guard, playing off the ball a little bit more with Euless as a starter. Do you like that move, and is it something you think is long-term for this Hawkeye hoop team? I think it's just two things. I think I think Peyton Sanford's going to have a really good career. I think he's going to have a good year, but he is just struggling shooting the basketball. And it's something where I, I don't know if it's in his head. I, to me, it looks like he's rushing it a little bit. You know, he comes in and 
takes a three right, right away. I like to see guys get a layup or get a, you know, a, a 12 footer and then get going. But, um, so that's one thing to put him on the bench. I thought their best lineup last night was McCaffrey's, Perkins, McCaffrey's, Perkins, Robracha, and Murray. I thought that was their best lineup. Um, I thought Aaron Eulis, it, it's really strange. He was really good against, or down in Florida, especially against TCU. Yeah. I think they all kind of blend together. But then last night he's, he's, he's 0 for, mm-hmm. you know, and I thought, I thought DeSante Bowen came in last night, had, had some, a spark, and then he, he doesn't play. Now, France, you know, I think he's shortened up his bench and the travel, all that stuff gets kind of crazy with that Florida and going back. Now they got to go out to New York and come back and play, um, you know, Iowa State. But I like that lineup. I, I heard you talking earlier. Tony Perkins just doesn't look quite right. There's something. He's not like he was those first couple games where he's explosive, going to the basket. Um, so hopefully they can get him healthy. And just, I, I think every shot Peyton Stanford looks like it's going in, but for some reason he's just struggling a little bit right now. Wade, I know that you've had to uh, play with, uh, with a shooter at, at some point, some level that you played at that, that was going through something similar. And how do you work your way through that? Is it just get back in the gym and just keep shooting again or just, I mean, shoot or shoot, right? That, that, that's, what, yeah. that's what we hear. How do you get through that? Well, now, first off, Peyton does a lot of other things besides score. You know, he can rebound, he can go down low and post up. I think he guards, it's getting better, you know. But what I would do is just, I would try to get in the game and maybe not have my first two or three shots be three. You know, get get a post up, get something on the break, you know, get in the flow, and then start shooting a little bit. Just see one fall? Um, Yeah, I think so. I think there's something to be said for that, just to see the ball go through the, go through the basket a little bit, um, you know, just concentrate more on rebounding. His shot will come. You know, I think every shot he takes, he, he doesn't force it. It's a good luck. They, they really could have used him last night against that zone that Georgia Tech was playing. But um, I, I think it's one of two things. Either you get in the gym and, and you work it out, or maybe even you just take a couple of days off and, and, and come back on, on Thursday and get back after it. So, Philip Robracha. We've seen an expanded role out of him this year. There's more to his game offensively than I think a lot of people saw a year ago. But the turnovers are starting to pile up. Free throw shooting hasn't been good here as of late. It's been certainly inconsistent throughout his career. And it feels like at times, at least to me, maybe they're going to him a little bit too much. This is not Keegan. This is not Luka on the block. He's a nice player. You want to do some things through him. But are they relying a little bit too much through the offense going through Robrach in your mind? Well... I think they're just so, so where I was going to struggle this year, and you saw it against TCU, is they're, they're not a very good rebounding team. And when they play against teams that are big and strong and physical, like, like TCU had some dudes, they, they had some big bodies yep. down low, and they weren't calling it real close. And just Iowa, you just cannot overcome that. They try to bring in, um, Gundelay off the bench, but he's just not, he's just not there yet. So against physical teams, they're going to struggle. Now, Robrats is the one guy that can kind of bang a little bit. And offensively, you just got to get some post touches to kind of run that system. You can't just make three or four passes around the three-point arc and have Patrick take a three from the corner. You know, you have to get some touches inside. I'd like to see everything go through Chris, even post him early, have him flare out. You know, this is his last year at Iowa. And yeah, really, for sure. it's almost like, like – a running back that you know is it's his last year in college. Give 
give him the ball 30 times a game, whether it's down low, post up Chris, have him flare out, lead the break. Any shot he wants to take, I'm okay with. I like Robracha just because he does give him one person that can bang and do some dirty work. And he's averaging almost a double-double. His, his free throws were better until last night. He was shooting, I think, in the mid-80s. But um, he's all they got. And I, I kind of like his game. He's a veteran. Um, he's not an outside threat, but they got plenty of those. Wade Looking Bill uh, joins us, Miller and Condon, 106.3 KXNO. Uh, just uh, your thoughts on the freshman, Bowen and Dix, what you've seen so far, their minutes, you know, they're liable to go down as, uh, as we move closer to January and through the uh, Big Ten Conference. But your thoughts on Bowen and Dix from what you've seen? Yeah, DeSante Bowen, he, he makes a couple plays when he's, in, when he's in there that just make you say, ooh, what was that? You know, he spins and lays it in or he'll go coast to coast. He just shows flashes. He's going to be a good player. Josh Dix, I just don't think he's quite healthy. You know, he had that horrible right. broken leg. Was that February? Oh, so that's seven months ago, eight months ago. Um, he had he had nine points that one game. He's a good player. Now, Creighton offered him. Purdue offered him. He, it wasn't like he was some, you know, afterthought. They were lucky to get him. Um, so I think he's going to be a good player. I, I, I think he's more athletic than, than, than people have seen. Um, it just takes a while. You know, just and, – and who do you argue at Josh Dix's position the two and the three right. where he should be getting more minutes than so-and-so you know it, it's just yeah. hard it's just there, there's there's only so many places those guys can play so next week it'll be the dukies and a team that you know from your playing days obviously different here but those Duke teams obviously incredibly talented you know, I was uh, I saw on YouTube that they have it up. Your guys' loss at Carver back in uh, December of '93 against the third rake uh, Dukies, tight one that went down to the wire. Ultimately, they prevailed. What was it like? Take us back to that era and just seeing that Duke across the chest. Mm. Yeah, so that was Duke. Duke is a it's a powerful memory for me. That was that was Chris Street's last game. Mm-hmm. We, we we played at Duke my senior year, his junior year. That was his last game. We we were tied at half. Had him beat just. Couldn't quite get it done. Um, we lost to Duke in Greensboro my junior year. Again, got down big, battled back. But it's just, you know, that's, you know, when I played at Duke, that's that's the mecca of college basketball. Mm-hmm. At least for my era, you know, you could argue, argue UCLA years ago. But when you play at Duke, it's, it's a pretty cool thing. Um, and Iowa gets to play them in the garden, which is, now you're talking about maybe the mecca of mecca, all of right. basketball, <laughs> yeah. New York City. Um, Duke's really talented, but I think they're soft. I mean, you watch them play, and yeah, they got lottery picks, and but Purdue just they pushed them all over the place. So I'm not saying Iowa's going to win. It's a horrible schedule for Iowa. They got fly to New York, play Duke, play Iowa State, then the next Thursday, and then they got Wisconsin. What is it? Tuesday of the next of the week after that, or something? I think it's, so it's Sunday. A, didn't you say Sunday? Church? Yeah. Sunday night. It's Sunday. That's right. So they got those three games in what five days? It's a grind. It, it is not the best schedule to have, but it's just it's just cool to play Duke at Madison Square Garden. What a, what an awesome experience! No, Whatever happens in the game, absolutely be a great memory. So conference overall, we went. Uh, we got uh, started. You know, the, listen, listening. Ah, the Big Ten's down this year. They're going to be middle of the road. There's really not a great team. Blah blah blah. I'll tell you what I've seen, Wade, so far. I've, I've seen a bunch of people that have egg over their face because I think this is a good conference, at least so far. Look, we've seen Izzo yeah. go on the road. They play everybody, right? They they play on the ship uh, against Gonzaga. They they beat Kentucky. You just mentioned Purdue. They are absolutely 
absolutely legit. Maryland, I had a nice win last night. Indiana belongs for sure. This is going to be a good conference again. You're right, right, they do. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think you know, ten through just the national rankings, ten through twenty-five. There's a lot of Big Ten teams that could be in there. You know, Illinois is good. Iowa's right there. Um, but there are some teams you watch who are struggling. Minnesota has got some problems. Northwestern, you know, they've just been decimated by transfers. Mm-hmm. They got it's just, it, it's almost like a junior college over there. I feel bad for them. But Hoiberg. Um, yeah, yeah, it's, it's that way in college basketball. I mean, I was got I was got kids starting at West Virginia, Kentucky, and um, Xavier. Iowa yeah. State's got a kid at Gonzaga and Texas starting. It's right. It's tough to keep those kids around. Um, but the, but the Big Ten's solid. You know, I just think it's something where they they, they they've got to get a team to the Final Four again. It's been such a long time, and I don't know who I don't know who it is. I, I think what you've seen in college basketball early is the teams that didn't have a lot of freshmen or don't have a lot of transfers are playing really well right now. You know, you watch Kentucky, uber talented, but they just they're just discombobulated. You know, teams Purdue is the best example. You know, those those freshmen are tough kids. They got a lot of guys that have been in that program that they're playing well together. So but but can they play well then in March? And that's where I think Iowa or the Big Ten has struggled is that they they just don't I don't know if it's develop or talent or have teams that can that can get to the final four. So maybe it's Indiana, maybe it's Purdue this year. You know, we'll have to see. Wade, looking, Bill. Wade, love uh, picking your basketball mind. Thank you for doing this. Look forward to our weekly conversations as we head towards March. Thank you, Wade, looking, Bill. Have a great week. You guys call anytime. Thank you. Thank you, Wade, looking, Bill, former Hawk. Uh, joins us as uh, he will each uh, each week throughout the remainder of the season. Shelby Mast will soon be back with yes. us, our bracketologist. Rob Doster. Doster, get him in the Orlander. All of our football guests, get out of here. We're done with you. It's over to basketball. It's over to basketball. And before you know it, it's summer, and what are we going to talk about? Well, the Masters. And, and yet uh, we the, figured the out. draft and. MLB and dot dot dot, and there'll be something come up. Oh, yes. uh, Trent's play of the day, plays of the day coming up. There's 11 of them. We better get right to break. <laughs> it's Des Moines Sports Station 106.3. KXNO. If you are in charge of your company's image or you want to do a little something different, maybe you've been rewarding the clients with something with your company's logo on, how about outfitting your employees for crying out loud? We do here at iHeart. All of the KXNO gear, all of the WHO, the bus, etc. It's all authentic brands. This is an Iowa company. Uh, do yourselves a favor. Go to authentic-brand.com. Look at the catalog there. Uh, there'll be something that will catch your eye, and you'll be glad that you've made that stop. And not just for your business, also for that fan in your life. Christmas right around the corner. Get that gear hooked up. Hawkeyes, Cyclones, Bulldogs, Panthers, they got it all. Not only that, there's a bunch of college teams that they have at Authentic Brand. Go online for your business or for that fan in your life. Authentic Dent. You get your podcast. With year-end approaching, you may have a surplus of dental care as part of your health plan. Fuller Dental has appointments available between now and year's end. Visit fullerdental.net or call 515-266-3437. 266-3437 to schedule your appointment at Fuller Family Dental. Fuller Associates Family Dentistry located near Grandview Golf Course in Des Moines and a new location in Altoona. Online, Fuller. It's time for Trent's Pick of the Day. Brought to you by Circus Sports Iowa. Here's Ken and Trent. Picks of the day. (laughs) Uh, The Drake Bulldogs are on TV tonight. I, for one, am uh, pumped about that. They're always on my TV. 
Well, ESPN Plus, is yeah, that we watch yeah. them? Um, I've got that reserved tonight for the Clones against right. North Dakota. They oh, we get a 6 o'clock start. For Drake, absolutely. But apparently it's black. According to Michael Admire, I'm just reading a tweet. Mm-hmm. The game is blacked out on ESPN Plus in Iowa. But So you have to watch TV. Gotcha. So uh, that'll work out real well. The iPad will have uh, the Clones. Uh-huh. And watch the favorite to win the Valley. And there's only a narrow, narrow favorite tonight, Drake is. It's two. Wow. And that is part of today's Picks well, of the Day. It, Here we go. It, it wasn't 11. It's 10. Oh. 10, yeah. Okay. I had a, a couple, an extra bet in there on the same one. So that's what I, I had miss, uh, put in there. So here we go, Drake. Yes, we're going to lay the two against Indiana State. Indiana State's off to a really good start this season, but a really bad loss uh, about a week ago from them. I just think the Bulldogs... First conference game, they're going to be ready to go. I will lay it with the doggies. Pick number two. I write this one down. You're going to have to search in your sheet. <laughs> Chattanooga. We're laying six and a half with the choo-choos in that one. I like Duke tonight at home against Ohio State. Bounce back factor in Cameron. And outside of Zed Key, Ohio State doesn't have much inside. Those big guys that Duke has, I think they're going to control this one. Also really good perimeter defense out of the Dukies. I'm going to lay the five with Duke. We're going deep again. How about this one? You'll love this. Texas A&M Corpus Christi. One of my favorites this year, the Southland. They're laying seven against another Texas school, Rio Grande, who is brutal. Lay the seven with the Islanders. How about that for a deep cut for you? you? did. But Stay nice in pull. Texas. Let's go to SMU at Texas A&M. ESPN Plus has that game, Do by they? the way. I'm looking at it. You're it's looking 630. at it, huh? How about that? SMU, I'm going to grab the 12 in that spot. TCU, great win against Iowa over yeah. the weekend. Here comes Providence. It has not been a good start to Providence. Remember, a year ago, they won so many close games. Look, they don't have to win. They just need to keep it within seven and a half, and I think the Friars will in that spot. You and I, they go to Bradley. If somebody other than Drake's going to win the conference this year, the Missouri Valley, I believe it'll be Bradley. I'll lay the six. This you and I team, just not a whole lot inside. Not a good matchup in that one. Couple more to go. Uh, again, another deep cut. How about Montana State? You like them plus the two and a half? Got that on your list? Probably I didn't, not. No. This is actually a good game tonight. New Mexico goes to St. Mary's. Two good programs. Undefeated New Mexico. Grab the Lobos and the 9.5. And, and the last one, a game that really matters. Let's go Indiana. We're going to lay it. Lay the 4 against North Carolina tonight. 10 picks. Follow along that's with That's a me. pretty good game, too. And that's ESPN. That's big ESPN. That's 8.15. So yes, it will be good. that right into SVP. And away we So go. this is the final year for the ACC Big Ten Challenge. Yeah, because it's been the... good because of the contract. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I did hear a rumbling from Joe uh, John O'Rand. And please tell me that some hoops are going to be on ESPN. No, it's not that. Okay. Him and Andrew Marshawn, that's who I was searching mm-hmm. for, their podcast together, their sports media podcast, talking about the ACC Big Ten Challenge going away, a possibility of a Big Ten, Big 12. Oh, that'd be great. Basketball that challenge. That moves the needle here, does it not? Oh, of course, we. the Seahawk game would not be a part of that, but no. an extra matchup yeah, with good. whatever the matchup mm-hmm. may be, sign me no. up. Ding, ding, ding. That'd be awesome. Uh, and, and that would... It'd be a Fox Next property. year? Possibly. Because Fox will have basketball also with the Big 12 and their new contract. I don't know if it'll be next year, but at least talks are happening. Yeah, on the Fox family of stations. They're going to be everywhere. FS1 and FS1, right. Uh, And all of them. All right, good stuff. Well, we are going to get into a heavy NFL day tomorrow. Kevin Lehman is going to join us tomorrow Mm -hmm. at 12.05. Look forward to that, but we'll have some of our NFL voices. 
Uh, in hour number one, then Lehman at twelve oh five, and then Bill Bender from the Sporting News will preview the championship games with us at about twelve thirty. Murph and Andy, you're five minutes away. The Cakes and No Drive with Heather and Sean coming up at three. Have a great day here on Des Moines Sports Station, one hundred six point three KXN.